is Tariq Talk. Your host, Tariq Mendez, takes you on a journey with guests from all around the world. Broadcasting around the world. Around the world. This is Tariq Talk. Hey guys, today I'm here with Kyle Hamilton. Kyle, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks thank, for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad we finally got to link up, as you, you could say. Me too. Um, so we like originally met, a little background, um, on Instagram, and then we ran into each other at, I think, the Spring Break Art Fair. Yes. And Philip was there. Shout out to Philip. Um, so I'm so glad. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you're here today and we get to do this interview together. Happy to be here. Awesome. Do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Kyle Hamilton. I'm a contemporary art dealer and advisor working mostly in New York City and Miami. And yeah, I work with my own group of artists and I tell the world about other artists I think are fantastic. And I have a few art fairs and pop-ups coming up um, until the end of this year and going into 2024. That's amazing. Um, do you want to do? You, do you mind sharing your Instagram and your website with sure. us? Sure. Um, my Instagram is Kyle A Hamilton, and my website is kylehamiltonfineart.com. Got it. Um, and then going back to your art dealing, um, you mentioned you have a show coming up. Can you tell us a, l- a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm going to be doing um, a pop up exhibition in Chinatown in New York, uh, one starting in September that I'll announce online. And then I'll be following it with a second show that'll be in October. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I'm so excited. So, guys, please make sure to follow him so we can get the info and the invite and everything. I appreciate it. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into art dealing? Yeah. I used to work for a gallery in Chelsea mm-hmm. called Fred Torres Collaborations. Mm-hmm. And they represented some really fun young artists, um, a few that I still work with to this day. And through that, I really learned how to work with clients and really find out what people were looking for, kind of be a better person in the customer service aspect of the art world, which I think can be really difficult. But um, but yeah, I just was always interested in absorbing as much information as I could. I love to see as many exhibits as I can because I never know when I'll see something unexpected that could be perfect for a client or perfect for me to represent them oh that's amazing and have you always been into art like since you were a kid when i was a kid i was growing up in st louis and i really saw museums as Mm. kind of the only pathway to work in fine art so until i moved to new york and saw how big like the gallery and commercial art world Mm -hmm. were i just always expected to work for a museum yeah oh that's so cool and um as you mentioned going to museums and art galleries this is a question i love i'm always fascinated to ask when you're in like in a museum in an art gallery, are you all are you able to like enjoy the moment and be in the be in the art, or are you thinking, oh my gosh, like this could be a cool artist to like pick up. This would be a good like artist to represent, or are you able to be like in the moment and enjoy that that time with you? Yeah, I think especially at a museum, a place that kind of feels almost like a religious experience, mm-hmm. you can really kind of separate your feelings about just like liking something from yeah. just really experiencing it. But I think it's harder to do that at galleries where mm-hmm. it's like. An opening so it's more of a party or art fairs that seem really fast-paced like you kind of have to see everything so yeah. you're just processing stuff that's like way faster yeah but if i am somewhere like at a gallery or at art fair and i really like an artist i'll always try to you know talk to the person at the front desk mm-hmm. you know get more information on them so that i can kind of look at it mm-hmm. on my computer like 
kind of oh, away from cool. the craziness. Yeah. And then who are you like your favorite artist right now? I would say as far as like people that I just wish that I had in my collection, there's a really good artist named Kennedy Yanko. Mm-hmm. She's oh, incredible. Yeah. She does like the metal sculptures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like She's one of my favorites. I love her. There's um, a really talented artist named uh, Devon Shimoyama that shows with the book gallery. Okay. It's like incredible. There's, um, yeah, I mean, I'd say top five would be Nina Chanel Abney. It's a really oh, talented God, African-American yeah. artist love that her. I love. And, I really love Austin Lee. He has kind of oh, like, yeah. uh, like the airbrush spray yeah, paint, really funky, looking. cool yeah. style. And I think he's with Jeffrey. Yeah, he du- shows with Jeffrey Deitch. Deitch. I never and, know um, how to pronounce that last name. No, he's incredible. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, and he actually does have a really cool collection of prints at Pace Prints. So oh, it's like really? a lower oh, wow. price point if yeah. people are still interested in his work and don't want to, you know, yeah, break pay the for bank. an original. Yeah. But yeah, but them and. There's a really cool like video artist named Jacoby Satterwhite mm-hmm. that he oh, develops okay. like tons of like AI, AI world art yeah. and stuff. Oh my god, I love talking to you. Yeah, we have so the like, same taste. Yeah. So yeah, so he's That's amazing. Really cool. I've been kind of watching him for a while, and yeah, I think he's really incredible. Yeah, that's really cool. And then, um, like, how have you? Just a quick question. Just just being curious. Have you ever like tried painting yourself? I used to do a lot of photography. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my grandpa was like a big analog film mm-hmm. buff. So uh, we used to like develop stuff, you know, in his basement. Yeah. And then I used to mess around with like collaging together old negatives. Oh, that's so and cool. And then like enlarging them together. Yeah. So kind of make like a, like a photo negative collage. Yeah. But after I moved to New York, I kind of didn't have the time, the right? space or yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> or back then, back then, like this whole analog film renaissance was yeah. really happening. So there wasn't anywhere. Yeah. Where I could like rent out a spot for a dark room. Oh wow! And do you think like being around your grandpa doing that is that like where your love of art first started? I think between him and my aunt that was always into art, and mm-hmm. now she's like a full time glass artist. Oh, that's amazing! Since she retired from her her job that she like had, and yeah, she's been in a glass studio. So oh, like, wow. she was always really into art, and my mom just always let me kind of be with her friends that were artists. Mm-hmm. I took like pottery classes and oh, painting wow. classes when I was young. So I was kind of always That's all over cool. everything. And photography has been your favorite out of like still out of everything for, for me personally. Yeah. yeah. It's the most fun. And do you, do you have like an archive of all, all the work you created? I did. Yeah. It's at yeah. my parents' house. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, and then going back to your, are you doing anything for Art Basel? Will you be in Miami or I'm going to do an exhibit at a fair called S- the satellite art fair. Okay, awesome. So everybody get your tickets, pre-book them, pre- yes. pre-reserve and everything. Um, and when you're looking um, as like a curator collector, um, do you enjoy, like, do you always find yourself going to like art spaces or is there some like something else that you also like to enjoy to kind of like, you know, like for your mental health in a way to relax yourself? Like, yeah. do you like music or? I mean, I like to balance out like kind of time with like, if I'm in Miami, like go to the beach mm-hmm. or... Yeah, just try to like relax a bit. Yeah. But in New York, um, I've been playing tennis since I've been back this summer. Oh my so God, that's really tennis? fun. Oh, we got to play tennis. I love tennis. Yeah. I'm not good, but I love tennis. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's been fun. Yeah. It's like I've hung out with people that I haven't seen in like three or four years since yeah. I moved. So no, it's been a nice way to just chill. And how has it been like the switch from New York to Miami? I would say I felt like a lot more lonely in miami than i expected oh really i'd say oh, yeah I've it's never like heard that before wow. it's harder too because it's like a lot of the people that you meet 
they're only there for a while oh, so it's hard true. to have like yeah more like, like a full-time year, year friendship yeah, yeah no, i understand yeah so like that was yeah like that was like the biggest like difference because i was just used to kind of seeing the same people in new york all mm-hmm. the time and how do you think like the <laughs> i know this is like a very controversial question but like how do you like how do you think the differences between like the new york m- art market is to the miami art market yeah i would say that a lot of the clients in new york are really a, a lot more up to date on like trends mm-hmm. and they've seen a lot more yeah where i feel like a lot of people in miami like they like a very specific thing mm-hmm. and they're not as interested to know about globally what's that's yeah. popular yeah so i think that's like the main difference but um but like you know for some people they do want to they do want to learn and there are definitely long-term families of collectors that mm-hmm. are based there too but it's just more of a mixed bag yeah and what's your favorite uh, museum in miami i would say the um the north miami contemporary museum mm-hmm. is really cool it's newer it's on like 125th street mm-hmm. so it's like there's a whole little community up there of yeah. like some cool galleries like cool secondhand stores yeah and what about new york like what's your favorite art institution it could be like galleries or museums or i would anything. say just for like always doing something unique would be moma ps1 oh yeah i'd say like they're always doing something different the new, new museum is like high up on that list for me mm. too that's where kennedy had a uh yeah a show recently this year right yeah, that's yeah cool. so they do really cool stuff too and who's your favorite art gallery I would say like overall like best program that I like the most would be David Swerner or nice. um, Lehman Maupin yeah they have like you know so many spaces mm-hmm. so it's almost like there's always something amazing going on in one of them yeah no I really like that <laughs> alright Kyle do you mind telling us how you find artists yeah like um, I think it's really amazing to be connected to so many people on social media now Mm -hmm. so there are some artists that i've just connected with online before i ever met them Mm -hmm. but i've met a lot of artists through people who share studio spaces with like current people i work with or also um a few collectors that i work with have connected me with artists that they kind of found that they thought could use some help too oh that's amazing and do you all like do you ever think of um how can I ask this? Like, do you ever, like when you see different artists, do you ever think like, oh my God, maybe a collab between them would be cool or anything like that? I think, yeah, it's like, I see some people that I know are comfortable already with working mm-hmm. with someone else. Yeah. They'd be more open to it. And then there's other people that I know that I could just curate their work together mm-hmm. and make it look really cool mm-hmm. and not do much of like the artist collaborating, but just like sharing the space. Got it. And then if you, like, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? In I terms think of I'd, art, I think I'd like to have a, a gallery like full time in New York, mm-hmm. but then still focus on doing a lot of art fairs mm-hmm. and like projects outside of yeah. New York as well. But I think it's important to have like a base of operations here. Got it. And do you like, would you ever do you think of like maybe expanding like Miami, LA locations too, or just kind of like be had like the headquarters in New York and then do art tours? Yeah, yourself? I would just focus on New York and doing art fairs and maybe like some seasonal pop-ups in places like like miami or la if Mm -hmm. i wanted to do something longer than a fair got it and what do you think of um um of like the art market in terms of the middle east like with artists like art dubai and things like that i think it's it's going to continue to grow Mm -hmm. just because it's people that are investing large amounts of money 
their wealth isn't really dependent on like stock market or like yeah. traditional things. So they have the funds to do it. So I think it's just going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to really go to art Dubai this year. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That'd be cool. Um, and then when you're working with your artists, do you, um, do you like give inputs while they're creating or do you kind of like to, like if they tell you, Hey, I'm working on something, do you prefer to see the final product? Or do you like to see like the before, after, or like the before, during and after? Yeah. I'd say some people kind of already have a vision for like a whole series they want to create, mm-hmm. but some people are better off just working like one piece at a time. So for them, I would wait until the end to see what, what they made all together and maybe yeah. just like edit or like curate what I'd want to pick from that. Yeah. And then what's a question? Uh, this is a funny question. Like what's something that you find not difficult, but like, yeah, I would say difficult, like working with artists. Yeah. I'd say, you know, just cause people's schedules are different mm-hmm. and most people don't have anyone really helping them. So a lot of times it's just like, you know, making sure we can deliver on things mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, if stuff has to be somewhere for a show that it makes it there on time. Mm-hmm. So I'd say just like being a little bit of, um, you know, just like insistent to make sure things get done. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But besides that, Every, I mean, yeah, all good. That's pretty good. <laughs> all Gucci. Another question. What's, um, something that you enjoy working with artists? I would say being able to put something together and then being able to show the artist like a piece once it's been sold or somewhere and mm-hmm. show it like, in a beautiful place where it ended up mm-hmm. kind of makes them feel like it went to a good home. Yeah. And do you enjoy seeing like how your clients will kind of like style the painting in a way, like where they located, what they put with it. Yeah. Do you enjoy that process? I do. Yeah. Especially if we're like mixing together pieces they have from a collection and then adding mm-hmm. new pieces. It's fun to see how mm-hmm. different eras of work, different kinds of work can like still play together really well. Got it. And are you interested like when you have a client, based on what they already have in their collection to add on or you just like do a fresh start in a yeah way? i always like to look at what people already like because it gives me a good reference for what they yeah. probably get in the future and then like how much of your like i can't even imagine like because you know because you're an art dealer so i'm guessing like you're always surrounded by art always checking out art um I feel like you you could have like a really cool book or something like that, you know, with yeah. all the images you have and stuff. Oh, totally. Because your Instagram is really cool. Oh, Once thank again, you. it's at Kyle. Oh, uh, yeah. Kyle A. Hamilton. Just everybody follow him. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And um, and then how does the logistics work if you want to go a little bit um, further in, like to the pop-up that you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned it was in Chinatown, if yes. I'm correct, right? Yeah, like Lower East Side. Lower East Side. Um, and the it's soon to be announced, the yes. opening day and everything. Um, do you have at least an idea how long the show will run for? I'm probably going to do two shows and mm-hmm. split it up so I can do a show in September and a show in October. Oh, and it will be in the same venue? Yeah, same oh, space. Oh, that's amazing. Very yeah. cool. Um, and will you be showing like current um, artists you represent or like previous artists? Yeah, some um, that I'm going to be debuting that are not on my website yet. Mm-hmm. And then a couple that I, I have worked with before. Okay. And then going back to your website... Um, can people buy work directly from your website? Sure. Yeah. Um, everything I have is listed. I also have my WhatsApp and my email list on there if you prefer to oh, perfect. speak to me directly. Because, yeah, I just always want to make it easy for people. Yes. WhatsApp is like the best thing internationally. Totally. You know? I love it. Um, and then, and like, do you also have services that you can like suggest where to hang it up? Because I know some people like starting to do that. Because, you know, some people that are like kind of getting to art, 
they don't really understand or they don't know how to like hang up a painting do you are you able to like facilitate the process totally like, yeah hey, put it here with this it'll look good totally and i work with really good framers all over the country so if people want something custom and i know really good installers so kind of do the whole process that's fabulous conveniently are you going to be at the armory show yes shout I will out go. to the armory show yeah um, it's gonna be huge this year when you're going to like to do you, do you enjoy going to art fairs I in do. general yeah um what's like what's a show that you've been to that forever has changed your like has like it's like almost like going to a concert in a way like totally. what's a show that you've been to that like stay with you forever i would say um art basel in switzerland like mm -hmm. summer 2019 Ooh. was huge yeah. and it was my first time ever going uh -huh. and yeah it was just like so well done the focus was really on like the art and like tons of really cool like satellite fairs and other things going on at the same time so yeah. it was great and it was really easy to get around oh that's amazing that's very that's very good to know um and are you are you going to check out the i always forget how to pronounce the biennale yeah i'd love to go to venice yeah i think um the director the brazilian director from mass museum in sao paulo i think he's the curator oh wow yeah so definitely um going to be checking that one out for sure how do you think like art fairs have changed from like the beginning to now i'd say at the beginning it was a way for galleries to just see their clients they already had mm -hmm. and then it's grown into so many different locations that now it's like kind of a fight over who can secure like the new clients in all these cities yeah so i think it's like a lot more of a global like year-long calendar mm -hmm. than it used to be because mm -hmm. it's like there was just uh contemporary art now in abiza Mm -hmm. like over the summer like there'll be a, a really big fair in holland in like the city called noki which is like a big lake yeah. lake town that'll be almost two weeks so it's oh. like there's a whole s different schedule that i wasn't really aware of that i don't really think happened four or five years ago yeah and where do you see like the art market going to in miami i think in miami it's going to kind of stay around the same mm -hmm. because it's really too seasonal for like yeah. there to be a ton of people there all the time. But um, there are some cool people that are opening like bigger spaces. So there are some things happening, but there are also galleries that have been around for a long time that are closing too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like similar to New York. It's like change of like yeah. generations. And next question. Uh, what do you think? Like, where do you see the New York art market leading to? I think it'll just kind of keep getting bigger here mm -hmm. just because there's always new galleries opening yeah. for the first time there's like a lot of people that are like younger collectors that are here too which wasn't always the case mm -hmm. so i think that yeah i think there's enough clients to go around for everyone got it and since you've been in new york have you just arrived in new york from um, i've been here like on and off since june on and off have you like checked out any shows like any recent shows that you really yeah. enjoyed no i mean there was like a really great show at um at JTT Gallery, they just like closed, mm -hmm. but if it's worth checking out online, it was a really cool spot. Um, Chapter New York is mm -hmm. also in Tribeca, had a really cool show. And um, before I left town, there was a really cool show at um, Miles McHenry Gallery in Chelsea. Mm -hmm. It's like another one of my faves. Well, that's amazing. But yeah, but there's a lot out, and especially, you know, if you just look online now, there's like so many listings of all the shows that are happening right now.
and like how do you plan your art outings like if it doesn't have anything to do with like the customers or your clients for collections like how do you plan an art day just for you like for you to enjoy yeah like i try to see kind of what i've gotten in my my email mm-hmm. like to see if there's cool stuff that's opened but then i use like um a couple of different websites like chelsea gallery map okay they put all the listings yeah. like on the map so you can see exactly what's going on like and you can kind of go up like north from 23rd street or yeah. like south kind of like plan out your your route oh that's nice let's check it out because i always used um art forum art guide oh, like yeah. the app yeah but i didn't know about that one that's yeah pretty that cool. one's good and then there's another one called seesaw that's seesaw. like an app that also and you can like on plan it on the yeah you can like favorite shows oh that's really cool yeah it's a good it's like well designed too about it and do you like when artists get political like do is that something you enjoy yeah i think it's important yeah and do you um when you're like choosing an artist do you kind of look at their body of work or do you kind of look at what they're working on now yeah i like try to you know talk to them kind of get a good sense of their vibe Mm -hmm. and yeah see what they've already done see kind of what their their growth has already been because especially for people that are younger their style can change a lot yeah and do you prefer like the one-on-one visits or do you prefer like over like FaceTime or WhatsApp? Oh video yeah, call? I, I think I'd rather always meet in person if I can. In person. Just like see stuff in person so much better than a, mm-hmm. a photo too. Mm-hmm. And I have a question like um, since I started this podcast, I kind of like just talking with different artists and creatives. I realized kind of like how all artists are in a way similar, but not the same. Um, we almost like share like a, like an, I would say like a, artist collective like an iCloud where we like totally. pick ideas from what's your perspective like seeing artists and how you know they pursue their dreams and their passions like what's your takeaway from like seeing different artists painting every day yeah I mean I think that there's different kind of schools of thought for artists mm-hmm. so some of them really work well by themselves not really looking at a lot of other people mm-hmm. but then I met other people that are really more collaborative or like hang out with more artists Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's interesting to see people's different thought patterns and different ways of working. It's very interesting. And how do you like? Where do you see? Um, as we mentioned, like you will like in the next ten years as a gallery. Do you would you ever get into something like like NFTs or artificial intelligence? What do you think of that whole like art market in a way? I think that it's definitely a part of the art scene that's not mm-hmm. going to go away. Mm-hmm. I would just like to kind of focus more on traditional art for now but i think there are some really cool things happening in nfts and mm. i've advised some clients to purchase specific nfts before mm-hmm. so i think that it's not a trend mm-hmm. but it's just also not my main focus yeah and what do you think of artists um i know people have like different opinions on this what do you think of artists that are like have like a large physical body of work now they're kind of shifting into like AI to create mm-hmm. work. Um, do you think those works can be taken seriously? Like, do you yeah, I think so. I mean, I I've, I've seen some that are really incredibly made. Mm-hmm. It'll just take a while for people to really understand mm-hmm. what it you know what goes into making it. Yeah, and this I I get a, like since I started this podcast, what question I get a lot from young artists is um, they tell me to ask future guests is. Um, what advice would you give to a young artist that knows they want to be an artist, but they don't know how to kind of like start or they're scared to not go into a corporate world, but instead go into an artistic world? Like what's your advice for them? Yeah, I would say try to really find your own style because there'll always be a bunch of people that are copying 
the trendy artists of the time, but mm. if you can really make a body of work that feels really fresh and from a different perspective, that'll get you longer in the you know in the long game mm-hmm. than just trying to be trendy in the moment. Got it. And when you're looking for your artists, are you looking for just painters, sculpturists, or do you kind of like artists that like embody like yeah, a I like a mix. Medium? Yeah, I like people that do yeah, like big sculptures, mm-hmm. paintings. I have some photographers. Um, there's someone that I'm working with in ceramics that I'm really excited about. So, mm. so yeah, I'm open to different mediums for sure. Mm. And do you enjoy like talking to, um, like artists and creatives? Because I know like the conversation is a little like, you know, when I talk to my friends that are artists, like we can relate on certain things and I feel like to an outsider, it sounds kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But since you're so much in the art world, you have so much knowledge, do you enjoy like those artistic talks? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And just like, you know, hearing about someone's life and you know their experiences and why this is important to them i think it really helps people that are on the selling side of the business better understand the artist and it actually makes it easier to believe in someone if you can you know really connect with their story because it's like i think in art and design and anything it's like you're selling more the story Mm -hmm. than just the object itself Mm -hmm. and do you think you ever like go back into pursuing arts for your own i don't think so no no i don't really miss like the no like photochemical smells either no. i love how quickly <laughs> said that like without a hesitate so fast <laughs> um so you did mention you did photography like do you ever do anything like if you're like stressed or going through like a tough time in life do you ever see it like drinking a glass of wine and coloring like do you ever find yourself doing anything creatively yeah like um i like to write a lot mm-hmm. oh, so wow. so yeah like i like do like yeah journal entries and sometimes just like fiction like stories Mm -hmm. but um but yeah i think that's like my biggest salad is writing but i do like taking photos when i'm like out or for instagram and stuff too yeah um and do you take pictures of like your art studio visits and your artists yeah yeah I feel like whoever's listening, if you're put, like publishing house, please uh, give give Kyle a deal because <laughs> he has some very cool pictures on his Instagram. Um, make sure you follow him as well. Thank you. And then for um, like I saw, I recently saw something that said like people are um, galleries are w- going to. I don't think they have yet, but mm-hmm. they're thinking of creating like AI avatars. So kind of like no like kind of like creating like a, a human to put in their roster and then from that once that's created creating like ai work to go to that oh. artist what do you think of like i know i mean i'm very fascinated i'm very much looking forward to it but what do you think of people that are like so hesitant towards ai do you think that's like dangerous or do you think that's like a cool thing to do i think it'll be tough for some artists to remain with galleries that have like an ai artist because mm-hmm. they'll be like you're kind of taking the spot of someone yeah like a real person yeah so i could kind of see like artists getting upset about that yeah and what do you think of the recent um like protests like in hollywood and everything yeah i mean i think that it's a really unfair deal mm-hmm. that all the writers and sag people have especially for what the profits have been from streaming mm-hmm. like since lockdown yeah so yeah so it seems like things are like really um, you know really unequal yeah i hope it shifts and everybody gets a good contract redo because i think that's the thing is they can't say that they're not making any money Mm -hmm. oh yeah so i think that's like always been the thing that they've said in the past was that oh like we're not making revenue but they are now Mm -hmm. and going back to your artist um 
for the for the show that you're working mm-hmm. on are you selecting like a one style of medium or are you going to have like different mediums from various artists yeah it's going to be a f- few different painters and at least one photographer okay cool and do you i know you can talk too much about mm-hmm. it but like um probably in the meantime are you thinking like of a like a whole story to tell and how is it like been setting up that show do you have to think of like the space the lighting yeah the like time of day and stuff like that like i like to make shows that kind of feel site specific so mm-hmm. i'm definitely like working with the space i have because it has good light yeah and there's a couple different kind of like main focus areas that you can kind of make feel like a little bit of a separate mm-hmm. installation too has your plans changed like from what you had first in your in your mind to like seeing the space seeing the space in person in daytime nighttime has like your vision have you like kind of had to adapt to that space yeah like there's just like different size pieces that i know will work well in there mm-hmm. that i wouldn't have originally put in but mm-hmm. i can actually show some bigger pieces there so oh that's amazing and cool. how big is the space if you're it's about probably like 1200 square feet oh that's amazing it's kind of shaped like an l too so there's oh, like an office cool. like wall of windows yeah i so love that because nice. it makes people like be curious and walk all the way down instead of just like open the door check yeah. it out and be like oh whatever you know no i'm excited i'm excited i feel like you're gonna do amazing um and so kyle when you're going to like art studios and you're being surrounded by art all the time do you ever get like overstimulated yeah i'd say sometimes you kind of have to just like say that it's enough for a day mm-hmm. and what do you do to kind of like cleanse yourself and like you know, like, is it, like, through yoga, being in nature, by the beach? Yeah, I'd say it's good to just, like, if you can, just, like, lay down for a little bit and, like, close your eyes. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you can really get a headache from, <laughs> yeah. like, looking at too much in a day. Especially yeah. if you're, like, breathing in a bunch of paint and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. And then um, how do you think, like, social media has changed the art world in a way? I'd say it's made it a lot more visible to people. Mm-hmm. Like, because five... 10 years ago people weren't really as aware of all of the different galleries that are in the world like all the different shows that are happening yeah i think you used to have to really pay attention to it and now it's it's just all online you don't have to seek it out as much Mm -hmm. and in terms of like infrastructure what do you think is the difference between like the miami art market like meaning like how certain things are spaced out and how it is like accessible from Mm -hmm. one venue to another like from miami to new york yeah like miami there are like a few neighborhoods like little haiti overtown Mm -hmm. um that do have a lot of spaces that are all within like driving distance of Mm -hmm. each other but there's nothing like the concentration of galleries in chelsea or Mm -hmm. in the upper east side or like lower east side like yeah it's really i think the only place in the world is new york where it's like this yeah and yeah, that's interesting you say that because everybody says, like, compared to other cities, how it's more accessible, I say, to go to different art oh, places. Oh, for sure. But being, like, a curator and an art dealer as you are, what's something that you f- would say it's tough about your job? I'd say sometimes it's hard to predict what people are going to respond to. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I'm picking things out for people, mm-hmm. they can kind of take me in a whole different direction than I really anticipated. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say for doing you know like art exhibits it's always interesting to see what different kinds of people respond to first so yeah it's just like it is fun just to kind of watch people mm-hmm. once they're like experiencing a <laughs> yeah. art for the first time yeah and when you're going to like art shows and art museums or art fairs do you like to see the art show before you see like a press release and an artist statement or do you like like to enjoy the art first and then and then yeah like it? 
Like if it's something I got an email for or got mm-hmm. invited to, I'll try to kind of read up yeah, and just have as much info as I can. But, but then, yeah, it's like, then once you get somewhere, you, you could have a totally different feeling. Yeah. But do you prefer like the before or after, like seeing the info or yeah, like I like seeing to, the art first? I like to kind of read about it first. Read about it first. Because I always find it fascinating because I'm the opposite. I like to look at the art and then grab the statement and then go look at it again. Totally. Because I'm like, oh my God, this is like, I'm so wrong or <laughs> I never thought about this. But I always find fascin- like fascinating, like especially like critics when you're at, like at an art gallery and they come in and, they, and like the first thing they say, the press release, can I have this? Totally. Have that? And then they start <laughs> looking everything carefully. Um, is there anybody... Um, like a fellow curator you don't have to say a name but is there anybody that like you kind of emulate yourself like you kind of wish or mm-hmm. hope for the future to have um like an opportunity or a career yeah i mean i think there's like historically been some really cool art dealers that really see an artist and see their potential before they really reach it mm-hmm. so i kind of look up to people like that like um like the leo castelli gallery was a gallery in new york going back to like the 50s and 60s and he had a very, you know, optimistic way of looking at helping artists. Like he was even making enough money at the gallery where he was paying artists a stipend if they made sales or not, oh, wow. just because he believed in them. So that's amazing. So yeah, just to be able to look at people like in that kind of humanistic way is yeah. missing from a lot of galleries. And what's like a like a resource you wish that um, it was accessible to like curators and art dealers, whether it's like. Um, maybe like a city funded program where um, it could be like a free shuttle, like maybe like yeah for like two days a week or something like that. Like, do you think like a, something that could like maybe facilitate for you to see like young talent or, you know, um, accomplished artists or the hot artists in the market right now? For sure. What's something that you like kind of wish like the city could provide? Yeah. I mean, I wish that they'd kind of give landlords more benefits for like using spaces for a community art gallery or mm-hmm. like maybe being able to donate some space from building projects to like artist studios because mm-hmm. that's the thing is like cities they get so popular like new york and miami yeah then they push out the people that make them interesting yeah so that's like the biggest battle now is just to have affordable apartments and studio space yeah which is like almost like a war now right yeah. it's like a battlefield and um, f- any do you have any advices for like besides the artists, but like curate like y- people that want to be curators or art dealers on like how to start and what to look out for? Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's important to just kind of read a lot about the history of the art that mm-hmm. you like the most, but then also try to understand broader art history. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people get really caught up in what's like super new, mm-hmm. but you still have to know the history of where things come from. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would just say, yeah, read as much online, like on Artnet, on, you know, Art Forum. Just try to read as much as you can about what's going on. And do you have like a favorite art publication? Yeah, I mean, like, I think that Artnet has the most current, like, articles Mm -hmm. online. But um, I would also say Brooklyn Rail Mm -hmm. for everything going on in New York. And hyperallergic mm-hmm. have really good reviews. That's so funny. I love Brooklyn Rail. Have very good. Um, it's almost like I, I don't know if they're a nonprofit or it's like run by artists, yeah, but it's, it's amazing. Like really good reviews. Quality, exactly. Amazing reviews, and all always have like the hottest up and coming artists to watch out for, which I love totally. to see. All right, Kyle, what do you think of like um, 
art spaces in the meta universe like do you th- what do you think of that yeah i mean i think for people that are younger and that are comfortable buying and like collecting digital pieces mm-hmm. it's totally fine it's just harder to get more established people to really get comfortable with it yeah because even if they know that they're going to buy a piece without seeing it mm-hmm. they'd rather see photos of something that's like already existing mm-hmm. i think nfts are just a tough sell for a lot of people yeah and then do you are, are you inspired by like any other art um industry like fashion or music that you yeah, like definitely like who's like who you like um who are you inspired by like in the music world like i'd say yeah like for music like i really like disco in like 70s lot so like, oh, really? you know, like exactly. donna summer is incredible yeah. like diana ross like you know how much of that music and through the 80s we're mm-hmm. still kind of seeing a resurgence yeah, of again just because it's so timeless yeah. and like for fashion it's like you know stuff is always changing a lot but mm. i like brands that can kind of keep things like at least classic to them like I think Prada has really cool stuff, even mm-hmm. though they do have a lot that is super streetwear. But yeah. a lot of their really, you know, like more formal clothes are still really nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Adidas is always something that I always go back to just because. Oh my god, I love it's Adidas, always fun. Yeah. Like it fits me. Yeah, it like perfect for any any mood. Totally. Do <laughs> it. Yeah, I love it. All right, Kyle, would you mind telling us about the artist that was featured in the, you know, I saw on your Instagram in, in Atlanta? Yeah, um, my friends, uh, Grace and Kate, hello. Um, they have a great gallery in Atlanta called Monet Contemporary. And my artist, Justina Kazelovitz, is featured in their group show right now called Material Influence. Oh, that's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about that artist? Sure. Um, she's originally from Warsaw, Poland, but oh, wow. she now lives in Miami. Okay. And I met her doing a, a show during Art Basel two years ago. And then we started working together. We hit it off. And then she was part of my Art Basel exhibit last year at Aqua. Oh, that's Miami. amazing. But she's incredible. She's a classically trained painter. She's an amazing embroiderer. She does amazing... Oh, wow technique with textiles Mm -hmm. so i've showed some work of hers that are embroideries and beautiful oil on canvas she also works with like 19 karat gold leaf in some of her works so she is a multidisciplinary artist that is Mm -hmm. extremely incredible oh wow shout out to her and i noticed a lot in the instagram a lot of your artists um work is not only colorful but it's also has like different textures totally do you enjoy that is that something like you strive for in representation or it's like whatever you get in the in the in the like if you guys click or not yeah i mean i really like people that can really make their work break out of mm-hmm. the canvas so especially if, if someone is really good at building up texture or adding you know different elements like embroidery and knit i'm all about kind of pushing art from just being a two-dimensional object to something that feels more like sculptural. Yeah. And do you ever think, um, like, do you ever suggest like to your artists, like, Hey, you know, let's say they did a painting. Mm -hmm. Would you, would you ever say like, Hey, this is really good. Do you ever, you should try to create something just as is in the sculpture or like, are you able to like give your artists like, like that one, one kind of like coach almost in a way, like, do you enjoy that process or just want them to, I think most of the time, I'll give them advice for like colors, mm-hmm. but I just want to see whatever like medium they're the most comfortable in. But yeah. if I can kind of tell people that, you know, like certain colors do better in certain places for sales, mm-hmm. they'll usually listen to me. No, oh, cause I was asking because you have a very good art, like in a good 
good eye for art as well so i always thought you probably have like amazing ideas and things like that sorry if i move my hands oh too no, much i'm fine. brazilian we <laughs> we have this like bad thing that's not bad but whatever but like we use our hands too yeah much italians are same <laughs> exactly um and also i don't know if you can answer this but do you have a favorite art fair in new york i would say um you know i would say like spring break is usually the most fun mm-hmm. you see things that are more unexpected yeah and I would say, like, best overall, I mean, I think that the TIFA fair mm-hmm. at Park Avenue Armory yeah. is, like, amazing just because of the variety from ancient artifacts yeah. to old masters to contemporary. I think yeah. it's, like, such a cool venue that doesn't get as much press as I think it deserves, but... Yeah. That's in November this year, right? Yeah. Will you be there? Or yeah, I'll be there yeah. for sure. Oh, we got to check it out then. Um, and do you also on your Instagram, um, besides sharing your artists, do you like to enjoy other art programs that you go to? Like yeah, travels for sure. And things like that. Yeah. I love to highlight yeah, like different galleries, different museums, like anything that I, I see, I want to, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to share with people. And do you ever share like the photography you take for fun? Yeah, totally. On your Instagram? Yeah. Like oh, I'll okay. go to like, yeah, restaurants I like and like mm-hmm. beaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's really cool. And do you enjoy uh, going back to beaches because we're talking about like mental health and how to take care of yourself. Um, since moving to Miami, do you find it easier to have like a mental health day where you just kind of like pamper yourself, go to the spa, go to the beach or something like that? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, yeah it's like easier to, to chill there mm-hmm. just because you kind of have to make plans with people. So if you really don't want to do anything, yeah. yeah, you can totally just have a day by yourself by the pool. Oh, that's really cool. And how is it, like how has it been for you? Because... Um, like going from New York, like cold, frigid winters to like Miami weather and culture and people. Yeah. I think that it's like, it's a different vibe outside of winter time mm-hmm. just cause it's a little bit slower. People aren't as like social just cause there aren't yeah. as many events going on. Yeah. Cause I feel like New York, it's like you can find something to do any day, but, yeah. but Miami is like a little bit of a smaller scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle, do you want to share another, any other artists you're working with at the moment? Yeah, I'm working with a really cool artist. He's now based in New Orleans. Uh, okay. His name's RJ Raisk. And he does really amazing, abstract, super built-up texture, mm-hmm. beautiful abstract works. Um, they're all mixed medium. Some of them have plaster elements. Some of them oh. have oil. Some of them have um, different pigments of, mm-hmm. with like silver. So it's just this whole really organic feeling world. And he just really takes a lot of time as he makes everything. So mm. it's just a um, beautiful process. Oh, that's amazing. And do you enjoy like going to artist studio and like not only looking at the work, but hearing like their background, what they're inspired by and like that whole process? Totally. Yeah. It just like, it really helps me understand it better. And just to see a bunch of work all at once mm. just helps me like, yeah, just see what someone's capable of mm-hmm. and then you start to see you know just what parts of their body of work that you like the best yeah and if anybody like watching or listening right now um and they look at your instagram can they reach out to you whether it's like in a collector or an artist to like ask you hey you know um i'm looking for this type of painting can you help me or an artist that says hey can i submit my work to you yeah Are definitely you open to that yeah people yeah dm me and email me all the time just asking you know if they need help finding pieces sometimes people ask me to privately sell things for them mm-hmm. so no oh, i'm open really to cool. it I know yeah that. for sure that's amazing and have you worked um with like big institutions like 
um, whether it's like residential buildings or like hotels to like help them with like setups and everything. Yeah, I picked um, out some pieces in like a lobby area mm-hmm. and I helped an artist get like a mural installation mm-hmm. in like a condo building. Oh, wow. So I've done some stuff like that already. And do you enjoy, um, I would say like not doing the sole technical work where it's like the collecting and the art dealing mm-hmm. part and like do, doing stuff like this, which seems like more free yeah more hands-on it can be super fun especially if you have a bigger space to work with you can mm-hmm. kind of build out a really interesting world yeah and do you like like traveling and like seeing other artists and things like that like I museums do. and stuff yeah and especially like kind of being in a lifestyle that i am traveling a lot it's yeah. fun to yeah see different people people always have different you know referrals for you to meet their friends and kind of see other stuff going on so mm. I think it's important to kind of always have a fresh view of things going on in different places. Absolutely. All right, Kyle, thank you so much for being a podcast. It's been a pleasure and I'm so grateful to have you today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, do you mind uh, sharing your Instagram and website with us, please? Again? Sure. Uh, my Instagram is Kyle A. Hamilton. It's K-Y-L-E-A-H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N. And my website is www.kylehamiltonfineart.com dot com it's k-y-l-e-h-a-m-i-l-t-o-n-f-i-n-e-a-r-t.com perfect and thank you so much kyle once again everybody please check out his his website and instagram and i'm sure you guys will love it awesome until next time we see each other hopefully in miami or some Most somewhere definitely. somewhere exotic right totally thank There'll you again pun- tons going on in new york this oh fall for too. sure definitely bye thanks thank you for listening to Tariq talk Follow Tariq Talk on all social media channels and check out the video interviews online.